Law Fellow Zeros. <laughs> Made it all worth it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows that to be happy, you have to be mediocre. I'm Joe, and to review with me the movie Super Lopez, I have two other people who are now putting on their podcaster hats. <laughs> We've got Corey. The podcast that knows what Just Friends means nowadays. And sequel. The podcast that's 18 years old. What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, you definitely watched the dub. <laughs> he watched the dub, too. Damn it. <laughs> I'm alone. Well, I was telling sequel the story on the way in. I had started watching um, the sub because there was a class in my room on one of my press when I wanted to start watching the movie. So I was like, well, I can't turn the sound on. My phone needed to charge. I couldn't use my phone. So I was like, all right, I'll just turn the, the subs on and see, you know, maybe I'll keep it. And that's when I messaged you guys. And then I got my phone back and plugged it in. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and I switched it to English almost immediately. We watched the movie Super Lopez for this. It's available on Netflix. We're not going to talk about it yet because we watched other stuff this week. But that's just a heads up so you know what the hell's going on. Sequel, what'd you watch? I watched two movies. I watched Con Air. Nice. Still never seen it. You should. It's incredible. It's so good. Bunch of convicts Can't wait. on a plane and they take it over. Con Air. It makes Con sense. Con Air. <laughs> I get it. It's a top five Nicholas Cage role character. Oh, overall, Corey. you're absolutely right. <laughs> Maybe top three or I, two. You, or his best. I don't know. Other than Stanley Goodspeed? God, it... <laughs> I'm having trouble putting more than two above it. Um, face Off. Face Off? It, that, those are my two. Face Off and uh, National Treasure, right? It, that one's guilty pleasure for me. National that's, Treasure is up there it's for a, you? That's a solid for a role, movie, but for, like, a role, for a role for him. That's like normal Nicolas Cage, I feel. I feel like as he does As normal as you can get. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, he doesn't It's like they fed him do volume, anything. and they're like, steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> the moment he looks at the Declaration of Independence and says, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence, I lose it every time. I'm like, this is so fucking good. Listen. All right. But then Con Air is... Con Air. You got The Rock awesome. also. Ooh, that's that's, that's Stanley Goodspeed. Yes, I forgot about that one. In fairness, but it's incredible. And uh, you have all the secondary characters in Con Air, like John Malkovich and Dave Chappelle and Steve Buscemi. I'm in. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty like all star cast considering John Cusack's in it. Yeah, meh. Man is a convict. What? Second so movie I watched, a little film called Galaxy Quest, which is equally as awesome. I think that's a very underrated movie. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly enjoyable. You look at it, you're like, this is going to be a dumpster fire. And then it turns out to be pretty fucking enjoyable. Alan Rickman's incredible in it. Yes. But is Alan Rickman not incredible in anything? It's very true, but like, if... if, if Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, that's just mainly the movie's fault. He's just like, a, what, a melancholy robot? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. If you're, like, making, like, a list for, like, top five Alan Rickman roles, I, I feel Galaxy Quest has to be on it. It's probably four for me. Right? And the other four are Harry Potters, am I right? No. Uh, that's Die one. Hard. I, I mean, yeah, Die, Die Hard's number Die one. Die Hard is definitely... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> the Die Hard one. I guess, I guess so. But, yeah, you got Alan Rickman, Tim Allen, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's in it. Holy yeah. shit, I forgot about that. Tony Shalhoub? Is that how he passed Yeah, Tony yeah. Shalhoub. Who's the, who's the woman? Who's the uh, lead, lead actor? Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, yes. Justin Long as well. 
Yes, that's right. Very young Justin Long. It's such an obvious, like, parody of, like, Star Trek as far as, like, the character arcs are concerned. Yeah, it's like a parody, but it's, like, not. Exactly. Like, you look at it, you're like, okay, they're making fun of Star Trek, and then they're not all at the same time. Like, it's it's fun. I, I really enjoy it. It's a good one. Yeah, that's about it. It was a short turnaround this week. Didn't get a chance to watch too many things. Agreed. Corey, what'd you watch? Uh, surprisingly less. <laughs> One movie. Zero movies. Zero movies, but I did watch a, a couple episodes of some stuff. I finally, I, I ended up finishing The Case Against the Nazayed. That's it? It's over? Yeah, it's only four episodes. Okay. Which is... Boom. Even worse, because the thing that you had said was going to happen the whole time, the thing that I finally had, like, accepted was going to happen did happen no, nothing no, nothing happened. nothing no, no new relevations no nothing the it only get thing a new trial right no. that was in the news last week yeah that's that's how they ended is the, like them reiterating that he doesn't get a new trial um the only thing i will say for it is that because of my interest in serial and the case itself i've been talking up the show to a bunch of people and there were, like, a number of people that have started watching it that I work with at the school who have never heard of the case at all. I guess that's the best demographic, that is. Yeah. P- people have no idea what it is. You watch that show, then you listen to season one of Serial, yep. and then you're hooked. Exactly. It's a good route to take. So, my other, like, my co-homeroom teacher was the one I was talking about it most with. Because it's pretty natural. We kind of start with Game of Thrones, how stoked we are at Game of Thrones. I'm like, well, listen, you got a few hours between now and when Game of Thrones start. You know what's very similar to Game of Thrones? No, it's just <laughs> the fact that they're both... It's just that they're both on HBO. So it's from the HBO... It's the HBO route is what I'm taking. I Joe. Got, I gotcha. I had to make a joke. I was getting bored. That's also fair. <laughs> Corey, did you listen to season two or season three? Season Serial. 2 was fucking trash. I it was hated so it. boring. It was awful. I had no interest in it whatsoever because it was a little too cut and dry. Like, he walked off his post. Bad things happened. He got punished for it after he came back. Is it fair? No, but that's the way it works. It was such Deal. a well-known story. Yeah. There was no new information whatsoever. Again, yes. Season three, however, I actually found really interesting. Well, season three is a bunch of like minis. Yeah, it's like it's, mini. Like it's it's following a single courtroom, right? So she ends up like beaming in on two or three stories to kind of really take her through most of the narrative. They're not the cases aren't as serious as the murder of your ex girlfriend, but it reminded me of Law and Order. Like it's the same characters each week, but it's a totally new case. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so. Um, so yeah, I, I liked season three. I thought that was a good rebound from yeah, a very lackluster that. season two. And the other thing I watched is I watched um, a number of more episodes on uh, of Umbrella Academy. I am... It's starting to get really good. The last like episode and a half I watched were really, really good. What are you up to now? Where are you? The like... I heard did, you, a, did the reset happen? The reset happened. I'm okay. like two episodes past it. You're either one ahead of me or we're at the same part. Did you hear any rumors about Ellen Page? No. Okay, good. So I'm ahead of you now. Okay. Congratulations. Yes. Give it another episode. I'm not off it. Yeah, just... no, the, the next the next episode is really fucking good. 
I don't doubt it. Yeah, it, it gets... We're getting towards the end. I think I only have, like, one... I stopped at, like, a half episode, so I've got, like, one and a half episodes left, I think, because there's 12, I think, right? Maybe. I think there's... I thought there was 10. Oh, if there's 10, then I'm definitely... I might be halfway... <laughs> then I'm the done. Last one. <laughs> Shit. It, it gets... Things start coming together, and... I mean, that's the way that these kind of murder mysteries all play out, right? Eventually, things start kind of falling into place, and you're like, oh, shit! Which is what's finally happening, and it's kind of picking up its pacing a little bit. So, it, it stick with it. Stick with Umbrella Academy. If you're out there and you're not sure if you're going to stick with it, just do it. But that's it for me. I agree with Corey. Stick with it. That's all I have. Fair enough. Joe, what about you? What have you been watching? I watched two movies. One of them I've seen before. I watched Split Again, because... In retaliation to my girlfriend making me watch the other movie I watched. Retaliation? I decided to have her watch Split, which is a great movie. She's just very hesitant to watch it. And mm-hmm. she ended up enjoying it, because Split is great. It is great. So she's never seen it before? No. And what is the movie that she made you watch? She made me watch a movie called Gigi. Ooh. I think it's a Best Picture winner, so I was going to have to watch it Matt anyway. Gigi. Gigi. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, good. It's a, it's a French movie from... Okay, that's... Gigi's not bad. 50s or 60s. It's not bad. First of all, the audio quality on that movie is incredibly poor. Like, I listen to things on my TV, usually at volume from 15 to 20. I had it up at 35. Still could have gone higher. <laughs> Chose not to. Chose to spam our speakers. Your speakers appreciate it. I, I didn't, but... I, I, talk, I talked to him. Okay, good. Talked to him on the way in. That's nice. I didn't even know you passed them. So remember you guys know about my Oscar bet with me and my wife that yes. I won every year? Mm-hmm. So she beat me in March Madness. So now she gets to pick the movie. Oh, wait. Are all your wages movies as, as a couple? Pretty much. That's adorable. It's a great system. Yeah, it is a good system. I went I like it. 15 out of 16 for the Sweet 16. And, and she went 16 out of 16. She went 14 out of 16. Oh, damn. But your loss was... So who you had we just hit the Final Four. I have one team advancing to the Final Four. She has one team advancing to the Final Four. Her Elite Eight was better, so she beat me by one point. Oof. And I, my team in the Final Four, I do not have advancing. So, it was a very chalk year for March Madness until the Elite Eight. And things went, things went hit a little, the fan. Yeah, things went a little crazy at the Elite Eight. Can I ask you, how many wagers would you say the sequel household runs... Like, how, how often is this a thing? So, if we're watching, like, a competition reality show, we'll have a draft and we'll wager on that. We wager on the Home Run Derby. We wager Oscars, obviously. Of course. March Madness every year yep. as well. If there's any, like, events going on, like, uh, like a, a big election year... We'll pick, like, a candidate early on. <laughs> not, like, a front-running candidate or whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that. And, uh, you know. That's nice. Things come up. But the, the Home Run Derby, March Madness, and the Oscars, and usually Survivor or Big Brother or something, Amazing Race, something along those lines, are frequent ones. How long do you have to pay said debt? Is it, like, the, the next movie night? No, it's usually whenever... My wife's great. I usually I usually win the Oscar one and the reality show one for whatever fucking reason she wins the sports ones. She always has. She knows nothing about sports. The irony there is palpable, honestly. But she, I the first year we started dating, I remember I had people I usually had people over for the home run derby, at least I did years ago. And I said, Yeah, we have this whole big bet going on. I think jo- Justin Moore knows gonna win. 
So she, uh, two hours later, she calls me up. She goes, David Ortiz is going to win the home run derby. I said, you don't watch baseball. You have no idea what you're talking about. David Ortiz won the home run derby. She was, ran the numbers. I she got back shocked. here. shocked. This home run derby is so unpredictable. It is. <laughs> There's no numbers to run, really. Apparently not. Ah, Apparently it is predictable. So no, for, for something like that, it's what player advances more, you know, further. So for the last Oscar bet that I won, I told you, my wife never watched Pretty One before. Yep, because. yep, yep, yep. So we're, we went out to eat, and I parked really far away from the restaurant for some reason. It was just like the first spot. I thought it would be more crowded up front, but there's a ton of spots up front. So, But at that point, you've parked, so you're not going back exactly. to the car. So we're leaving the restaurant, and... Um, I was just, I think I got a lot of like, I feel like watching Pretty Woman. I haven't seen that in a while. She said, have fun with that. Oh, it looks like we got to walk to Africa to get to our car. I said, oh, guess what? Oscar bet. She was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, your plan wasn't Pretty Woman. It just happened that that was going to annoy her. So you just... Because she made that I parked in Africa comment. I was like, Oscar bet. (laughs) There we go. Wow. (laughs) Normally I'm nice about it. Like... One year, but to say it was really sweet, and they got really spiteful in that moment. <laughs> well, it's it's you get to watch the movie, the other person pick it, and there's no phones, so you're totally yeah, yeah. invested in the movie. So yeah, my wife's not the biggest sports fan. I normally don't choose sports movies that often, but I want to watch Moneyball. So like one year, I picked Moneyball, and I think another time I picked a Dirty Harry movie because she would have no interest in it, but I really wanted to watch it. I don't watch bad shit normally, except for this podcast, so it's <laughs> normally what I pick as a good movie is going to be an enjoyable experience. Everyone out there who likes the movies we do, sequel just attacked you, and the things that you enjoy. So you find us on Twitter, and you tell us how upset you are about it at ZTH Podcast. Hell yeah. I'm sure a lot of our listeners realize we have to watch bad movies, because there's only so many good movies. It's true. Yeah. More movies out there are bad than good. It's just a fact of life. They keep making movies, so they keep making bad ones. That's it. That makes sense. But the, I don't really have much to say about Gigi now that we're back. It's a fun little tirade, though, if I'm being yeah. honest. I learned some things. I feel like I was staying on the couch at your place for like a night. <laughs> I got to observe. Yeah? Fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Get a little fly on the wall action. And that is what we've been watching. Let's do the movie facts for Super Lopez. What this movie gross? It was in Euros. I will get there. (laughs) Super Lopez, one word, came out in 2018. Rating? Who knows? I'm shrugging right now. One hour, 48 minutes long. It comes from Spain. So, I don't know what the rating system is. Apparently IMDb doesn't know either. It hails from Spain, you say? It does. Before I get into the specifics of the movie facts, I'm just going to let you guys know that it is a Spain-produced spoof of the Superman origin story. And now you know what the hell we're talking about, in case you didn't decide to Google what the hell Super Lopez is before you downloaded this. I have ratings. When you Google it, they pop up. I have ratings. Oh, I thought like you said... Uh, like, a, like an MPAA rating. Oh, uh, Don't have that. IMDB didn't know. It just doesn't have one listed. Gotcha. It only has the runtime. Better be R. Right? I feel it has to be R. It could be PG-13. There's no F-bombs. Oh, there's plenty of F-bombs in the dub version. See, in the subs, there's not... There's only some shits thrown in there. Anyway. Super Lopez, directed by Javier Ruiz Caldern. That guy. My uh, handwriting is far away and bad. (laughs) As usual, 
It stars Danny Rivera, Alexandra Jimenez, Julian Lopez, Pedro Casablanca, Gracia Oleo, and Maribel Verdu. I'm sorry, I butchered everyone's name. If you're out there yelling at me, you know, it's fine. We all make mistakes. The budget for the movie couldn't find it. No idea. It grossed 10.3 million euros. It was the second highest grossing Spanish film of 2018. I believe it. The scores, Rotten Tomato. I mean, take this with a grain of salt. There's five critic reviews and like 15 audience reviews, but 60% are Rotten Tomatoes. It's nothing. It's certified in the middle, right? Something like that awkward range, but we don't even know if we count it yet. Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, 55%. IMDb, 5.4 out of 10. Metacritic doesn't exist on Don't Try. I had a feeling going in that it wasn't going to be on Metacritic. Those are the movie facts for Super Lopez. Let's give you our general spoiler-free thoughts before we get into the nitty-gritty. And, Corey, what'd you think? I found it hard to pay attention to this because I know the Superman origin... And even though this is a spoof, it still felt like a Superman origin story, so I wasn't super interested in the plot overall, but I did fight through it, and there is, there are a couple of really, really funny moments, and they're few and far between, and the rest of the movie, I'm just, I just don't, eh. it, it's not one of those things where, like, I actively hated anything in particular, but, you know, I, if it had hit my funny bone a little more, I probably would have liked it a lot more, but it didn't. So, I'm very meh about the whole thing. Sequel, your thoughts? It's a tough one, because it's a spoof movie, and spoof movies you take with a grain of salt, and your only real way to rate the movie is did the jokes hit or did the jokes miss? And being this is a different culture, and it's based on a comic strip that I have no history with or familiarity with but you know about superman i do know about superman so that's that's the only connection i can make there i thought a lot of the jokes hit i thought i made a great mistake picking this about 20 minutes in but i got through it it wasn't the worst thing i've 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 seen and uh you know if this was called super johnson and it was like an american spoof version of the Superman story, I feel they could have done more with it for me. But, um... You're also an American, so... I'm an American, so it it fits. But alas, it's it's not for me, it's for others, so it is what it is. For the record, I don't think I would have liked Super Johnson near as much as I like Super Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picking a generic. That's fair. Super Smith? (laughs) Super Johnson is... I think so mi- easily misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you get people <laughs> in the door. That's, that, that's true. That's one way to do it. I enjoyed Super Lopez. It's. I never thought I wanted a Superman spoof movie. Turns out this is about as good as I expected it to be in terms of that. This movie's funny. I don't know if it's a... It's probably... I don't know if it's a sub versus dub issue. You guys both watched the dub version of this in English. I watched it in Spanish with subtitles. Because the, the dub was like watching the game in Who's Line where they do the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. That was so distracting and awful to me. Like, I flipped back and forth sub-dub like three times trying to figure out which one I was going to watch it in. And I just decided, fuck it. Subtitle this. I actually had them both on for about five minutes. And that's when I finally decided to turn the, the subtitles off. Because yeah. I, I, I was like, it's I'll just watch it with subtitles on. 
and see if, like, the words are matching up. And all the words were matching up close enough for me to be like, all right. And it, like, as far as the dub was concerned, at least it seemed like they were actually trying to voice act and not just speaking the words, like, just speaking a script. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, if I'm watching a foreign film in theaters, I'm sub all the way. You have no choice. Well, I, no, you can go buy a ticket for a dub version over a sub version if, if you so desire. Oh, you mean if they offer both? Yeah, if they oh, offer yeah. both, I, gotcha. I'm sub all the way. But at home, especially for a comedy, I feel like I have to go dub. Because jokes, ha- for a joke to hit, I need to hear it. Yeah, I mean, there's intonation things that, that you want and stuff, so. Yeah. I think the jokes still hit with me in the sub. That's good. But anyway, so I enjoyed it. Is it the best movie in the world? No, but <laughs> I enjoyed it well enough that I wasn't upset that we picked it from minute one where Baby Mustache happens. That's Baby not mustache. a spoiler. That's what sold it. <laughs> that, that is why we did yeah. it. <laughs> we skipped about ten minutes in and saw that there was a child with a mustache. We're like, yep, yep, this is happening. For the listeners at home, this is how our selection process went. What do we do next week? I don't know. What's on Netflix? Type in comic movies into Netflix. There's something called Super Lopez. Let me see what that is. And then two minutes in, I see a baby with a mustache. <laughs> this is what we're doing. There's there's a flowchart for the process of us picking a movie. Sure is. And one of the boxes is, does it feature a baby with a mustache? If it goes to yes, we're picking that movie every time. Uh-oh. Means there's another one we have to do. Is there? Yeah. Is there another movie with a baby with a mustache? Oh, yeah. That's based on a comic book or superhero? Yep. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Adam's Family Values. Oh, uh, Pubert? <laughs> <laughs> Next Halloween. Or this Halloween. Time's weird. 2019 Halloween. Time's so, so weird. Time is so weird. Those are our general thoughts for Super Lopez. Let's go into the spoilers. This is your last chance to get out spoiler-free. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's an hour and 45 minutes, 48 minutes. And we're going to start spoiling it right now. So for spoof movies, like, I kind of miss this genre of film. Like, you have some, like, Hall of Famers, like Airplane, Naked Gun. Hot Shots. Hot Shots, great. But then you have, like, a stretch of really bad ones, like Date Movie and Epic Movie and Vampires Suck, and they just spoofed things that you really had no interest in. It well, I, At least some of them I, I gave a little bit of a pass to. Like Personally, I, I like Date Movie. Okay. Because I like rom-coms. I, I like rom-coms. So to spoof on a bunch of like teen rom-com movies, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about that life. But... Along that note, like, not another teen movie. That's a classic. That's like a modern-day yes. classic that's, spoof movie. That's the last spoof movie, like, recent, like, from release date that I remember enjoying. That's like 2001. Yeah. It's but, been a while. It sure has. But there's all, like, uh, the thing was, when spoof movies kind of got big when we were kids, it was all the same... I feel like it was the exact same people making the movies. Like, all the scary movies, date movie... Scary movie. That's another one. Scary, yeah, scary movie. I was never scary movie. Huge what, fan of. What, what were the other ones that we said? Like date movie, epic movie, date movie, epic movie. Oh, they made superhero. They did movie make superhero with movie. Drake Bell. And yeah. the yes, I, like, I've I actually like, seen that. That's oh, it. Wow. Yeah, it's it's that's <laughs> awful. We could do that one day. We could yeah. technically, but I feel like I want it to come back. 
Yeah. Like, I I think there's enough going on. Like, we're, we're franchise crazy right now in the movie world. I feel that we can do a... There's a market for one or two well-done well ones a year. Yeah, definitely. I, w- I want it to come back. So this was like the first spoof movie I've seen in like a really long time. And that I, I welcome that. that. That was good. I think that might be part of the reason I enjoyed it as much as I did. Because it was... I, I, I really am super meh about it. But just being able to watch a movie that clearly makes fun of the ridiculous nature of Superman and spoof on Superman, I just found it really, really fun. Like, it's dumb dumb little things, like throwing a wine bottle forever in the air and then running (laughs) away. And then 15 seconds after he runs away, it, like, smashes on the ground. You're like, ha! (laughs) It's long enough to, like, you almost forget he threw the wine bottle (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I thought I was going to hate the parts where, with him as a kid... Because I instantly thought of Hebrew Hammer, yep. and I thought that was extremely offensive. But since they're like all everybody's Spanish, there's no like cultural thing going on there. He's from a Spanish planet, and he le- and he crash lands in Spain, so it's perfect, yeah. right? It feels a little racist just watching it. I'm just like, how are people not offended by this? Like, as if that's weird. Like, if that's no, I get it. But the whole message of the movie is like, be mediocre. You're from Spain, <laughs> right? But maybe that's like. I'm not from Spain. Nobody yeah. in here is from Spain. No, but that's like a thing. thing. If, if, they're, if they're just fans of self-deprecating humor, like yeah. that might just be what it is. I'm almost positive that's what it is, considering it's a film from Spain ripping on Spain with all Spanish actors. I think they're okay with it. Yeah. It just it feels weird watching it from outside, not knowing their culture. Like if it if it happened, it'd be mediocre from Kansas, right? Because Superman takes place in Kansas, right? So they, they, you can. You know, make that. It parallels even better now. (laughs) (laughs) I just really enjoyed the fact that, especially as a little kid, he wasn't hiding his powers and it was affecting him negatively. And that's when Dad was like, yo, shut shut that shit down. (laughs) It wasn't like he slowly realized he had powers and Dad was like, no, we gotta be worried about the Batman. He was like, no, 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 son, you're a fucking weirdo. Why don't you pump the brakes on that shit? No one seemed worried about the super speed ever. Like the soccer game. (laughs) Yeah. Ball goalie, hug. give me five. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's the. There were a few scenes in this movie that like hit me on like an emotional level. Pretty much any time, like the leader of what, what's the planet called? Takia, Tatia, something like that. that Shitan, Shitan, something like that. Tichan, maybe. I don't. I don't remember. Well, there's a lot of shit technology jokes. So, oh, I've... okay. Oh yeah, C H I T. Yep. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. So, where are we going with this? Don't know. Oh, so the leader, the the dictator that sent his daughter down to capture him. Right. Um, First of all, good morning. Did he start every conversation like that in the dub? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) First of all, good morning. Uh, You want to do that, Dad? I'm your daughter. I know. So, every time he interacted with his daughter, it hit me. I was like, oh, God. I hate that. Dis- like disappointed dad thing, like it just it just bothers me for personal reasons. The does it help that she kills him? <laughs> yes, actually, I was like, she's in the right, and, and then he's proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> the swing set scene early on. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that in sub or dub? Both, actually. That seemed out of place. It it it, it was the same dub as it was sub. 
It was it really? Yeah. Like push, push harder, harder, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. Push harder, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Shithead loser. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this? Yeah, but that's what it was. These kids know a lot of cusses already. Yeah, but that back to my point at hand. My my initial point when he like was trying to figure out what to do with the soccer ball, and all the parents were calling him like a loser or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? If I was him, I would have done the same fucking thing, just taking the ball up by myself and scored. And then they they were mad at him for doing that. Anyways, I was like, Ugh. yeah, I guess that's the irony of it. Like being mad at somebody with like a super ability. Like, um, you know, little Clark Kent gets picked on a lot. And... But little Clark Kent, like, slowly discovers he has powers. He's not just doing all of these things. Uh, the, the part that hurt the most watching was him stand on the day of his birthday, him standing out. Yeah. And his dad's like, you told him the wrong time. <laughs> like, no, they just didn't want to go. That's sad. That's the thing that happens a lot in movies. I just... I just watched the movie Peppermint with Jennifer Garner, and the same thing happens to her daughter. I, was, I just clicked now that another movie. It's not a spoiler. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> Wasn't going to. That's, that's come up in a lot of videos and podcasts that I listen to. Has it really? Yeah. It's The Punisher with Jennifer Garner. Ew. That's all you need to know. Does her daughter pass? It's The Punisher yeah, with Jennifer so. Garner. So, yes. So, yes. I don't want to watch it now. I didn't want to watch it in the My first place. My stomach is really acting up. I hear that. Yeah. Joe, edit that out? Keep it yeah, in. Whatever. We'll, we'll keep I'll, it in. I'll see how it you know, so sounds in post. <laughs> what are we talking about? Super Lopez. Yeah. No. <laughs> but you know how, like, he's, got, Specifically. He's, he's got all those powers right from birth because the minute that, like, he grabs his dad's hand, finger... He like breaks. I yeah, point the other way. I honestly, God, I laughed hysterically because in my mind I was like, "How funny would it be if he if he just broke it the other way?" Because I just watched Major Pain. Yeah, and then you remembered it's a spoof movie, so and it happened. But I had, I had literally ju- what less than a week ago watched Major Pain, and that's one of his things throughout the course of the movie. I was like, "How funny would it be if he like breaks the finger?" Oh shit, he did it! Pam, Pam, he did it! <laughs> I was at school. You texted her in all caps. Yeah, you're right. His dad's reaction to seeing his son for the first time, right, the baby crash lands, and then like, they see it, and the baby has a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a baby, that's a human dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache is weird. And then a couple minutes after that, he, you see him like standing over with like the razor. Yeah, he's all proud of himself. Throws back. I, again, moments in, the se- moments in this movie, I was like, <laughs> that's good. That was one of them. It's a super simple thing to do. It's not something that's not, like, even unexpected considering the circumstances. But I just, I was just like, I'm glad they did that. Early on, for for, for childhood, Juan was Juanito. Juanito. Little Juan. Little Juan. It, the jokes hit when he's a kid. The part of the movie that dragged the most for me is that awkward adult stage where he's suppressing his powers, but, like, not when it's inconvenient for him to do so. Yeah. And his whole interaction with his HR friend boss guy. I hate Jaime. him. Jaime. <laughs> which is just Jamie in Spanish. Not my favorite character in the movie. Uh, yeah, I didn't particularly like I didn't, him. I didn't find him funny at all. I don't think he's supposed to be funny. I guess not, but I, I think he's... Yeah. He's not really given any jokes. 
Well, no, but he's meant to be. He's, he's meant the, to be funny by proxy. He me, he's me, meant to be funny by proxy as being like the creepy, weird boss guy. He's almost like the Michael Scott, right? Where he's like trying to be your friend and your boss at the bit. same time. It doesn't work out. But Michael well. Scott's hilarious. Michael Scott is hilarious. I'm not saying he isn't. So when I turned on, or I'm sorry, when I turned off the subtitles and just watched the rest of it um, dubbed, there's a moment that he puts a post-it over the picture with an arrow pointing to him. It says, Aki, I know Pedagoso, but the subtitle only said danger. And I was like, man, if you know zero Spanish, that's really confusing why he's putting something on his face that says danger. What it actually says is, no, di- there's no danger here. Like, <laughs> I'm not a creep that, like, stalks you. I did like that moment where, um, it's not Lois. Was it Louisa? Louisa. Louisa. Where she shows up. Louisa Lean. Lane. Like, oh, you work here too? Because they know each other from college. He goes, yeah. He's like, yeah. Did you have eight interviews also? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We do this party thing here, and it's just two custodians and the three of them. (laughs) Yeah, uh, they're the only people that work there. Like, what's going on? No, it's just nobody else wanted to stay. Like, we've we've seen the the work staff in full swing. Yeah, and he's sitting at reception. (laughs) After he gets all the snacks out of the vending machine. I, I also, that was one of the moments in this movie that bugged me isn't the right word, but I was just like, I don't understand this man's thought process. So it's like, I don't want everybody to know I have powers. I don't want to make it real obvious. But in this open doorway where anybody could just be randomly turning their head, I'm just going to pick this thing up and shake it. And nobody's going to question why all hey, of the snacks fell out of he it. He did the thing where he turns his head both ways to make sure there's nobody watching him. And then he picks up the vending machine. Yes, he machine. does. You're absolutely right. But he also hits the side of it, and nothing happens. I'm like, if you're strong enough to pick it up and just shake it, it across the room, <laughs> wouldn't you have been able to just? Well, he control he c- controls the strength. Yeah. yeah, but couldn't you have given it a little more strength and just popped it a little harder for the one thing? That I, it's I'm all, getting it's all or nothing. I'm getting That's I'm getting bogged down in dumb po- yeah. dumb logic yeah. of a spoof movie. So let's ignore me. It's a spoof movie of a 30 year old Superman who works in like an accounting office, yeah. which is hilarious, by the way. It is hilarious. Especially when when he when he finds the ship, when they go to the ship, he's like, "I can't be a superhero. I got, I got spreadsheets to fill. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I got reports about the quarterlies. It's not a good time for me right now." I like the interactive hologram where he's like, "Did you go left or right?" I, I went right. No, you're not. You're supposed to throw him off the trail. One day you'll have the intelligence of full-grown adults. You chose wrong. You're. <laughs> I can see. I can see you. You. Hello, son. You found this recorded message. I'm guessing you're about three or four years old. <laughs> it's thirty. <laughs> I. I had an inkling it was there. I had an inkling it was there. The subtle jokes of yeah. this are very, very good. Like in the beginning. Uh, did you see what I see? Yes. What did you see? Uh, you first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole movie is the end of the hologram. It's it's the it's the hologram interaction scene, and then at the end he disappears, and Spanish Papa Kent just waves his hands to the <laughs> end, <laughs> where the hologram used to be. There was something that happened at the end that had me rolling on the train, and I can't remember what it was, and I, I was like, I have to remember this, because it's going to be my favorite moment. I really wish you had. I'm go- I'm, we could discuss it. I'm going to do I'm going to fast forward to that part okay. and figure out what it is. My so favorite talking. My favorite moment was um, his first date with Lois where they get pizza and the young ruffians, who aren't really ruffians, they're just yeah. having a good time. 
Well, she gets so mad. She does, like, instantly. She went from zero to pissed so fast. Yes, and she's, and like... And then they do the classic tip-over move. Have you been in that situation where you're out with somebody, and they are way more mad than you, and you really don't want to say anything because it really doesn't bother you, and you don't want to close the scene? That's happened to me numerous times. Yep. <laughs> if you're ever out with me and get mad, that's the situation, because I'm almost never mad. I, I just usually let shit go. I get angry, but I just I don't say anything. You it's suffer not worth in silence. It. Yeah, shove those feelings down, Amen, yeah. brother. <laughs> I'm Irish. I push them down right here. In about twenty years, I'll cut it out. Cut that part of me out with a tumor on it. Yeah. I don't understand what the issue is. I'll tell a story. Okay. I was at a seeing a movie with somebody, and somebody was talking during a movie. Is it the same somebody you're seeing the movie with? No, okay. somebody else. Okay, got so it. A stranger was talking pretty loudly during the movie. And their phone rang, and they answered the phone. And the person I saw uh, the movie with went ballistic. <laughs> good. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, good. Good on those people, because I don't have the balls to do it in the middle of a movie theater. Somebody has to, though. Somebody has to put those fuckers in their place. It was a little overboard. Okay. I, I'll say that. It they was, went apeshit. It was a little overboard, and it made... It was pretty early on in the movie, and it made the rest of the, our time watching it really incredibly tense and awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Anyone can start talking again at any moment. It was Clash, oh gosh. <laughs> it was Clash of the Titans. Which wasn't a very good movie to begin with. I thought you were describing the argument in the theater. No. <laughs> hey! And then, leaving the theater, we saw said person walking... The person that was on their phone was walking across the parking lot. The person I was with happened to yell out, Asshole! <laughs> the party like, you have to let this go. So this person turned around, started looking, didn't see us, and I was like, thank God. You know, though, the fact that that guy knew... Yeah, the fact that that guy looked at the word asshole... <laughs> yeah, like, he knows that he's an asshole. He knows that he sucks. Then, to top it all off, I go to get into my car, and I go to get the door for this person, and the car next to us, their door opens really fast, and almost... Hits the person I was with, and it was a little girl. <laughs> oh no! And she took one look at my friend, <laughs> this little girl, it couldn't be more than like seven years old, and went and goes, "I am so sorry." <laughs> like, she just knew. <laughs> oh, I'm never get over that. It's fantastic, actually. Oh, so vivid in my mind. What a night. Slash day. So I remember the part. Okay, good. I remember the part. I was rolling on the train. It's the moment when Robot Luis is walking down the stairs and he's trying to rip the clothes off. I told you it wasn't <laughs> funny. <laughs> the fans that help. No, stop. I'm ne- down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'll never be able to do it myself no, if you keep no, helping no. me. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Because again, this was not very long after the hologram sequence. When, like, they're making jokes about how he's a baby, yeah. and then that happens as a, for a third, I just, it was like, I don't know if I can call it a rule of three thing, where they, like, they made fun of, like, how immature he was three times in short succession or what, but. Yeah, there's just one of the themes here. It is definitely one of the themes <laughs> here. But, God, that brought it all together in such a clean little package, I couldn't fucking deal. That was good. That was great. The pizza shop scene, too, I thought was really funny. Especially when Louisa is going, like, crazy for no reason. And she wants Juan to do something. He's like, I can't do anything. He's a minor. I'll get arrested for it. I'm 18. (laughs) What's up? I'm 18 years old. What's up, boy? (laughs) 
I'll push you over with my one finger. First of all, there's no way you're going to push me anywhere, especially with one finger. And then he does it, I'm like, eh. That actually leads me... I'm surprised you let it happen. Yeah. I, I guess it was just... suppress his power. Because he's been yeah. brought up like, nope, if you show you have powers, everybody will hate you. I thought he was going to... I thought he was going to show it off in that moment. And he probably planned on it, but just gravity took control. Because as soon as he took, like, a half a step back at all, he was going to fall over that person. So you, where I think that that moment becomes a very beautiful scene in the movie is when we get to the end and she's in the truck and she's like, hey, remember our first date and backs up yep. to the pool? I was like, fuck, they brought that back? All fuck comes it. together. That's awesome. That was such a good choice. Yeah, I agree. It was a great choice on their part. Do you have a least favorite moment? I do, and it's really stupid, but I can't get over it. Go ahead, hit it. Hit me. Is that the strongest fire hose in the history of the planet? Oh my god, thank you! That was actually going to be mine. I'm... He doesn't touch the train. He doesn't touch the train. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that he was my... He doesn't have to. It's wrapped so many times. Yeah. The fact that he didn't have to touch the train was, like, the granted, the fire hose must have been the strongest fire hose on the planet, and also made out of rubber and not, you know, fire hose material, which is more like rope. Yeah, yeah it's like a... I don't even know what you call it, like a Teflon material, something that's like flexible but not going to rip. I don't know. It's the fact the fact that the fact that he stood there and did that, and the train just like shot backwards, and he was like, "Where are those at home?" Corey has his hands up, mimicking. Yes, I'm sorry. (laughs) I sometimes forget that that you can't see. You can't see me. He puts his hands up as if he's about to catch the train. Yes, almost like he's pass blocking. Good, yes, good, good analogy. That's what he does the first time, as if he has any inkling of what he can do to stop a train, and then the train just takes him out. <laughs> takes him out. What, what are you doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> See, so when the train slingshots back, I thought he was going to sprint down. And do it the other way. Because and start. those people are dead. <laughs> they, they just left... As fast, if not faster, than when they were arriving, and he just kind of walks away yep. and puts his hat on and acts he, like he steals a guy's hat. He does steal a guy's hat, <laughs> as if no one's seen his face yet. I really wish there yeah. was like a news bulletin, like in the background, like like forty people dead in a train accident. <laughs> where it was a man, man, man stops train. Train still crashes. <laughs> man stops train. Train crashes opposite direction. <laughs> train crashes into other train. Ooh. it's it's. I hate the the fact that the, the what they did with the fire hose. I think they could have done something different. But I do enjoy <laughs> the slow mo- <laughs> the slow motion look he get like between the conductor and himself. <laughs> when he gives him the thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> so good. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, movie is better than I thought it would be. Like I said, it was enjoyable. It, yeah. it was just—it's entertaining. It's 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 good for what it is. It, it is it is good for what it is, and it's it's one of those things where it's like I have no interest in the plot because I know the plot of Superman, and they're spoofing on the plot I've seen and seen again and again and again because in a lot of ways the origin story doesn't you know even other superheroes is all at least pulls on the same general plot threads, so. If they escape from Krypton, yeah. At the end, they give us a Lex Luthor. They give us yes, they do. 
So, Joe, you gave a fact that it was a second highest grossing Spanish movie or a second highest grossing Spanish, Spanish movie. So, we could get a Super Lopez 2. We could. Right? Is it like Burrito Night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much Arizona? Probably too much Arizona. <laughs> Pounding those tall boys. I was very thirsty on the way over here. I didn't want a beer. <laughs> That's fair. What was the question? We could get a... It was a statement. We could get a Super Lopez, too. Yeah. And I'm all in. I would watch it. As long as they put it on Netflix and I don't have to go to Spain to see it in theaters. Which, although, if if we're invited to the screening... Yes, if I we're mean, invited, we, I, we have to then go. We, well, then we go, yes. Obviously. I really... One of the things I like about this a lot, too, it wasn't a post-credit scene, but it might as well have been a post-credit scene, is the lead into the next villain. I'm assuming it's a villain. The guy at the pacifier? Lex, Lex Luthor, yeah. The bald guy. Do they call him Lex Luthor? No, but that's who he is. That's his archetype. Okay. Wait. So I, I'm guessing in the comic strip that mm-hmm. the pacifier is going to play like a, a pretty big role. It could. It seemed magical in some way. Uh, Alright, so my question is, did you guys watch the post credit sequence? There's a post credit sequence? Yes. I did not. It's, I did not. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Okay, well, that was my it? favorite part about it. That they decided to make a post credit sequence and it's nothing. He sends this he just sends the Spider Man asshole yep. back to his home planet. Right. The post credit sequence is just him trying to get into the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it right now then. Yes, yeah, Sam. <laughs> because that seems worth it. Yes. It's not. No, I was just, just curious if any of you guys actually sat through the credits. I didn't do it on purpose. I just left it on because I was listening to the music and doing other stuff. The way you described it, uh, it seems pretty worth it. Is it the very end? Yeah, it's the very, very end. We're basically live streaming it right now. <laughs> Except this is pre-recorded. <laughs> no, look around though. Like, he doesn't really fit in there. It's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like almost Family Guy style humor, where it's just taking too long for nothing to happen. Yep. And it's funny because of it. <laughs> Spider-Man has a key. Wasn't it stupid? <laughs> it was. It was definitely stupid. Love, Worth it, but yeah. stupid. I love that he sends Spider-Man back and he just starts making out with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't send up any red flags. He doesn't really look anything like them. It's great. Who else was in the the other crappy costumes? There was a really bad SpongeBob. There was a Hello Kitty. The Batman. There was a... Oh, yeah, there was a Batman. And then there's some sort of, like, caveman-looking guy. I don't know where that prob- Probably, like, Conan the Barbarian Maybe. or something. I think it may have been because I think he had a sword. Yeah, I think, I think it was supposed to be Conan. You know what? Fuck this. Kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> least favorites for you guys. Anything? My least favorite is how dumb the fucking robot looks. <laughs> I think that fits the tone, though. Oh, it totally it does. does. It's just... I had to pick something for least favorite, and that's the only thing that jumped out at me. Then again, it is shit technology. I, I don't like some of... Like, obviously it's a spoof, so it's whatever, but I don't like some of the logic. Like... Mom pulls out, like, one piece of fabric, and she's like, oh, I can turn, I can, like, expand on this and make it a suit for you. And then the soup is still indestructible like he is, and I'm like, 
did you find more of that fabric, or did you just find cotton polyester blend that doesn't fucking get burnt in a fire? Like, what the fuck is happening there? The second one. Probably. <laughs> do we got anything else there, boys? Did you do your favorite sequel? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure because it was, like, so long ago. <laughs> it was the um, pizza. Yes. Probably. Okay. What's up, boy? I'm 18. What's up? <laughs> do you have anything else? No, I'm actually no. done. Okay, I, mean, I didn't think so. I know it seems super short, but it's just... It's, There's not it's, much to it. Yeah. Most of this episode is sequel telling a story, us segueing <laughs> into other things. <laughs> a couple times, yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what you get sometimes when you pick a movie. It's just the luck of the draw. Not a lot to talk about. It's an entertaining movie, just... If we sat here and named every single joke in it for you, there would be no point in anyone watching this movie. That's right? pretty much. And that's why you're watching it, is the jokes, well, not, the, not the riveting storytelling. Exactly. And there's a lot to digest for next week. Yeah. So. Also true. Palette cleanser episode. Yep. Nice and easy. We get into Shazam, which I am actually really looking forward to. I actually am too. It's like the one movie of this year that I'm excited to see. Really? Yeah. I'm not saying it's the one I'm excited to not, see. Oh, no, not that I'm unexcited to see any of the other movies, but this is the one I'm actually looking forward to. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to say Endgame, but I don't know what Endgame's going to be yet. I'm sure it'll be good. One movie I'm really looking forward to see more than any other movie this year is Rocket Man. I can't well, I mean, for the podcast. Wait. But, you yeah, know, I'm excited to... Yeah, Rocket I Man. really hope Rocket Man is good. The more the more they've come out with a trailer for Rocket Man, because we've gotten a couple of them, like in the movies that we've seen recently... Rocketman looks really fucking good. My most anticipated movie of 2018 was Bohemian Rhapsody. Rocketman, I feel, is going to be on that level. I hope it is. Yeah, I, I hope it's critically received better. Yes. But it's just as entertaining to me. So weird that it was critically received poorly, yet got nominated for so many awards and won quite a few awards. It did. It's a weird year. It was a very weird year. Right? Nah. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie. I just saw the poster for that. Holy shit. It sets a tone, and I'm pretty fucking stoked about it. I'm very interested to see how that one turns out. It's so weird what DC is doing. They clearly... Whatever plan they had... They reminds me of Gentleman's Giants. They have no freaking plan. <laughs> They're just throwing darts and hoping a couple of them hit the board. They are reacting to... The fans and the choices made by the actors, like Henry Cavill stepping yes. aside and Ben Affleck stepping aside, and uh, Wonder Woman is like Saquon Barkley. It's like <laughs> the only good thing we have. <laughs> I maintain the worst part about the whole the whole DCEU. Shazam's really good. I believe it will. Is be. it in the but DCEU? It's not in the, I don't. Think I don't so. know. I don't think so. I don't think they know. Yeah, also I think they might shoehorn it in if, it, if it's well received. Fine, the well, then do it. I, again, I think the biggest disappointment for me right now is that I never got to see a Ben Affleck-led Batman movie, and I that pisses me off because I liked I him in that. the role. Yes, I liked him as Bruce Wayne. I wanted to see him as Batman in his own movie, and I don't get it, and it bothers me. Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, and Justice League were not good movies, but it was far from his fault. Yes, yeah. I agree. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Not that we should be talking about this at the end of Super Lopez. Let's <laughs> rate this. Are you trying to say Super Lopez isn't part of the DCEU? It is he definitely. He could be. He should be. You know what? All the that would take. 
<laughs> it's it's an alternate universe Superman. It's true. It's an Elseworld. It sure is. Very Elseworld. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it for our coverage of Super Lopez. What we're going to do now is let you know how many Infinity Stones we're each giving Super Lopez on a scale of 1 to 6, with 6 giving you the option to give it a gauntlet. That thing that all movies are questing after. Whether they know it or not. Sequel, what are you going to give the movie Super Lopez? Of the three of us, I think I'm going to be the lowest on it, even though I don't have that much criticisms. It's just because it is a spoof movie, and odds are I'm never going to see this flipping through cable, but I don't think I'm ever going to go back to it on Netflix again. I'm all in if they make a Super Lopez 2, and I did enjoy my time watching this, but it is not a particularly good movie. I'm going to give it three stones. Corey, you're up. Like I said on the top, this is a very meh movie for me. I did enjoy my time watching it, though. But like all of my other can't decide whether it's a three or a four, it comes back to rewatchability for me as well. I'm never going to go back and rewatch the movie. Well, I watch two. I agree with the sequel. I will definitely watch a, a sequel to this. Oh, my God, there's too many sequels. I will watch the second. There's only one. <laughs> there can be only one. There's so many sequels. <laughs> Uh, I, I will watch Super Lopez 2 if it comes out on Netflix. But will I watch Super Lopez 1 on Netflix again? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Even if my wife was like, hey, we're going to watch this. I'm like, sure, you can. I'm, I'm out. I have no interest in seeing this again. So it's three stones for me. All right, we're on the same oh, shit, part. you guys tied. Well, I also give it three. Stay tuned to right now. No. no. <laughs> I think this movie is going to sneak into four for me because I enjoyed the joke so much and... I'm probably going to make my girlfriend watch this movie. And by make, I'll be like, we should watch this movie. And then she'll be like, okay. Hold a competition. I a should wagering. start holding competitions, but I feel like she wouldn't be into wagering. Well, it's, it's, that's the way. It, the I wager mean, is the it, wager. It's not but like it. I feel like she wouldn't be into the competition. I hope she is. She's probably listening right now. Right now. Shame on you. You spoiled Super Lopez for yourself. Can't believe she did that. Uh, Wait, she's listening right now? Right now. Like, as we record this, she's listening to a different episode. Oh, okay. Or she's listening to The Walls. I don't know. She's here. She's here. She's everywhere, Joe. I felt our reviews had a four tone, but we got two threes out of it. Yeah, I was surprised that, yeah. you, that you were like, I think I'm going to be the lowest on I this. Thought, yeah, I thought you two would be four, four and a half. I thought you were level sure. on, on my level of praise in it. Yeah. Not, that it's, not that I'm singing it songs, but I, it, it, the I, three, I liked the, it for what it was. The three Five, four day, no yeah. I mean, the three four range for me is always going to be. Uh, will I watch it again? And if I watch it again, it's a four. And if I don't, it's a three. And I'm surprised you were that adamant about never watching this again. No, absolutely not. Fair. Well, a question, Corey. Go ahead. If if this wasn't a Spanish movie, and there was a shot of it being on U.S. cable, and you're flipping through, how long are you going to keep it on? I don't know that I would. Really? You just go right through it? I think I go right past it. Yeah, I honestly do. I think I might go, oh, cool, Super Lopez. (laughs) I remember this movie. (laughs) Honey, get in here. At least stay out of my (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the part. Unless it's the fire hose. And I'm like, ah. We're going to flip back to this in five minutes. (laughs) See where we're at. Those are our ratings for Super Lopez. If you've seen Super Lopez... And there's a real possibility you could, because it's on Netflix right now, if you listen to us, say it about four different times. It's true. Let us know what you thought about it, or send us your thoughts on pretty much anything else you want to discuss with us. We'd love to hear from you. 
And you can put that those thoughts in an email and send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. You can also find us on Twitter. We're there at ZTH Podcast. If you have a mustache, please take a selfie and send it to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. Yes. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ETH podcasts, or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. Find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Please rate the podcast. If you want to review it, that's cool, too. Above all, subscribe, and then tell other like-minded people, other brilliant, attractive people such as yourself, who would enjoy our show, about our show, so that they can listen to it and enjoy it, and you can discuss it. Because who doesn't want to have a conversation about Super Lopez around the water cooler at work? Thank you for joining us for our coverage of Super Lopez, and next time we're going to be doing Shazam! Can't wait. That sound means we're out of time, and it's my job to tell you now <laughs> that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Super Lopez was a lot of people's second favorite movie in Spain last year. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye.